You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. There's a famous old business story that I'll probably kind of get slightly wrong, but I'll give you the gist of it anyway. You might have heard of it. And it's the story of the fisherman and the industrialist. Now, the industrialist is walking along the beach one day and he spots this fisherman. And the fisherman is sat there. You know, it's about half 11 in the morning. He's sat in the sun. He's with his friends and his family. And they're having a nice time. And so the industrialist talks to him and says, so what do you do? He said, oh, I'm the fisherman. He said, I've already been out today. I've got what I need. And uh, so here I am. And the industrialist says, oh, you know, you're missing a trick there. The fisherman says, well, what do you mean? He says, well, you know, you could you could stay out for longer and get more fish and so earn more money. And the fisherman says, well, why would I want to do that? He says, well, once you get more money, you can then start hiring other fishermen to go out with you. And then you'll have a big trawl that you control. And the fisherman says, well, why would I want to do that? He said, well, once you've done that, you'll get enough money that you'll be able to open up similar projects over at some of the other harbours as well. And you can make it into a nice big enterprise. And the fisherman says, well, why would I want to do that? And the industrialist says, well, then you'll be able to, you know, you could open up a head office in New York and you could have these things going on all around the world and you would be owning and controlling all of them and taking the property from all of them and you could get rich. And the fisherman says, but why would I want to do that? He said, well, just think of it this way. If you were rich, you could sit on the beach, sit in the sun, talking to your friends and family. And of course, the fisherman said, well, what do you think I'm doing now? Now, the fisherman obviously didn't follow that path. The fisherman didn't take the industrialist's advice because there was no point pursuing something that he already had. And so when we want things in life, it's normally because we don't currently have them. And then when we don't currently have these things in life, then that can be somewhat dispiriting. So for example, at the moment, my living room is quite messy. I would like a tidy living room. I would. And yet somehow I'm creating a messy living room at this particular moment. And so that's frustrating. But it's still a good example that I want the thing that I don't have. I don't have a tidy living room and that's the thing I want. If I already had it, I wouldn't be aspiring to it in the same way. Now the question is, how on earth... Do we get the thing that we want? Especially if we're wanting it for the very good reason that we don't currently have it. Especially because we're wanting something that we've been unable to create. Well, before that feels disheartening, whether that be for a a, a tidy living room or a more successful life or more contentment or more friends or 
better finances or whatever it happens to be in your life before you get disheartened by the fact that you want this thing that you don't have. One thing that you can actually do is to look at the fact that you don't have it as a way of getting to the point of understanding what it is that you need to do to get that. So I often say in this podcast that one of my favourite adages of change is that if something is working, do more of it. But if something isn't working, then try something else. So in terms of my messy living room, I don't have a tidy living room. I have the opposite. And so if something isn't working, I need to try something else. The question is what? So in this podcast, what I want to show you is how to start coming up with ideas about what it is that you want, how to come up with ideas of how to get what you want based on the fact that you're not getting it. What I want to show you in this podcast is the very fact that you're not getting it is actually a pathway to what you need to do in order to get closer to that goal. And it all comes to do with systems. Now, whenever I switch on my light switch, guess what happens? The light comes on. I don't even think about it. I do it on autopilot. And I have a full expectation that the light will come on and brighten the room because there's a whole system in place in order to make that happen. Unfortunately, there's also a whole system in place that gives me a messy living room. Now, even though I want a tidy living room, that might seem like a difficult thing to achieve because I'm thinking, well, I've not achieved that at the moment. So how am I going to achieve that in future? Well, the first point, the first answer to that question is that you might actually have achieved it in the past. And that's worth digging into. And I've spoken about that before in other podcasts about finding those moments of success from the past and bringing them back into the present on the basis that they've worked before. But I want to talk about something slightly different today, which is the very fact that you're not getting it provides you a way forward. So what I have at the moment is an anti-system. I have a system that gets me the thing that I don't want. I have a system that gets me not a tidy living room, but a pretty messy one. And so all that I really need to do then is to understand what my system is. Like how, how have I created a messy room? I might not know how to get to a tidy room or, I don't know, whatever the thing that is that you want. You, you might not know how to get, say, more friends or, or more finances or, or happiness or whatever it is that you feel as though you're looking for. But it doesn't matter that you don't know how to get that because you've created its opposite. And so you've already got a system for the opposite. So let's riff on that. You know, if I were to create a system, and in fact, if I were to look at the outcome I've got at the moment and wonder how I've created this system for a messy living room, then I can come up with a whole host of rules to follow to help you get a messy living room as well. One thing is, if you have a chocolate bar, 
Don't get up and throw the thing in the bin straight away. Just put it on the seat next to you. That will get you a messy living room. If a parcel comes and you open up the parcel, don't then go and put the cardboard box in the bin outside. Just leave it on the floor. If you're reading a book and you're finished with the book, don't put it back in the bookcase. Just put it on the table and leave it there for a few days. If you've been watching a DVD and you're finished with it now, just leave it on the couch. Don't take it back to where it belongs to. And so you can see that all these different rules are part of my system for creating a messy living room. And it's been very successful because that's what it is. Now, the great thing is, is once you realise that you've got a system that creates the thing that you don't want, then it gives you some material, some food for thought in terms of what it is that you need to try instead in order to generate something different. Now, in the list of things that you come up with, for the system that you have that creates a thing that you don't want. You've actually got opposites there. And so simply by flipping many of these things to their opposite. Can provide you with a decent little experiment. As to how to create the thing that you do want. You've got the opposite of what you do want. And you now know the system by which you created it. And so all you have to do is experiment by doing the opposite of that system. So if I have a chocolate bar and then leave the wrapper next to me on the sofa, if that's one of the rules of my system for creating a messy living room, then I just need to do the opposite, don't I? I just need to experiment that every time I have a chocolate bar, what I can do in the future is to go in, take the wrapper and put it in the bin. If, for instance, when I finish with a book, I just leave it out and that's my current system, then I can flip that too and say, well, in future, I'm going to take that book and put it away. Now, the very fact that we are creating the thing that we don't want is not a cause for alarm, but a cause for hope. Because by digging down and being playful and saying, OK, so what is my system for creating this thing that I don't want? What is my system for creating the opposite of what I do want? Because once we get the rules to that system, it gives us some source material about what our experiments could be when we decide to do something else. According to that old adage, if it's not working, try something else. So if we have a system for creating the opposite of what we want, then if we turn that system upside down, maybe we'd actually get what we do want. So let's just recap that because we saw this example at the start, didn't we, of the fisherman who was having a lovely time on the beach chatting to his friends and family. And the industrialist wanted to take him all around the houses and do all this effort in order to get back to the place that he already was. And of course, we don't do that, do we? We want things that we don't have. And yet the very fact that we don't have the things that we want is actually a source of optimism. Because what we can do there is actually break it down and say, what is my system for creating the opposite of what I'm really after? Because each of those rules can then be flipped 
And the likelihood is that when we flip those rules, that actually might be a good experiment to try to see if it gets us to what we do want. Having the opposite and knowing the rules by which it creates the opposite to what we want can often be the first step to simply flipping it in order to get what you do want. And so we saw the example of my living room and all these different rules that I've noticed in my system to create a messy room. If I were to just flip them, chances are I'd get the tidy room that I actually want. Now, if you've enjoyed this and you would like somebody else to benefit, then please share the episode. You can work with me directly one-to-one. I'm Alan Parry. You can find out more at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk, even if you're not local because I do work online. And please subscribe to the podcast because it's completely free and it means that you'll never miss an episode again. So thanks for listening. I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.